Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to the kickoff. And as I've been moaning a lot lately about Newcastle being in deep shit thanks to FFP, apparently a few other clubs have realised that. And now four Newcastle players are linked with moves away this January. Coincidence? I doubt it. But before I start, don't forget to subscribe. And also, if you want, you can check us out on all your audio platforms now. We're starting off with Kieran Trippier. Because Kieran, he's got a place in my heart. I love this guy. He is easily one of the best players Newcastle have ever signed. In terms of consistent, high-level performances, Newcastle traditionally have been terrible at defending throughout the entirety of my life. And we finally signed a top defender who not only is good at defending, but can create an outrageous amount of chances. Chance creation-wise, he's one of the best in the world right now. And yeah, he's made a few mistakes, but over the last couple of years, he's been outrageously good. And a huge importance because he was the first one we signed after the takeover and he kind of signaled to a lot of other players this is going places and I'm putting my name to it after he'd won a La Liga title with Atletico his his reputation was high in the game and that was massive for us and, and I think Newcastle fans will never forget that Trippier was willing to do that because he should have been at a much better club really for the level he was on and he was a huge factor in us getting Champions League football getting to a cup final he's often been a captain for us and he's certainly been a leader at the back and I'll be gutted if we lose him but if he does go I kind of understand it from both sides Newcastle don't want to sell any of our good players but with Trips, he's 33 and if any 33 year old player has a big offer come in for them as a football club that needs to reinvest into the, the team it's hard to fucking say no to that you know we've got Livramento as backup right now who is the perfect replacement and for me it's going to be a future England right back especially given the Reese James injury situation you know I think this lad can go all the way and how long can you hold on to a, a you know 33 he's going to be 34 this year when a big offer comes in and as for Kieran himself Newcastle are in transition and you haven't got long left of your career and Bayern Munich want you Bayern Munich are not in transition Bayern Munich are guaranteed Champions League football and usually guaranteed at least one trophy every season this season is a little bit different. Actually, they're about seven points off the top. They've just lost to Werder Bremen and Tuchel's under quite a lot of pressure. And I kind of get why Tuchel's wanting Trippier as well because you think about it, chance creation is massive. Trippier is great at whipping balls in. Harry Kane is a friend of Kieran Trippier and no one can finish those balls better than him. It's a match made in heaven, really. And although it's not a long-term next 10-year solution, it's great for right now. And for Trippier himself, you know, he's got a La Liga title to win a Bundesliga, potentially even a Champions League. It's a lot to say no to when a giant club like Bayern Munich come calling. And he's given us two amazing years of service. Like, how could I begrudge him, you know, going somewhere now when, you know, time is ticking and there's a huge opportunity in front of him and he's been fantastic for us. So as much as I don't want him to go and I hope he doesn't, if it happens, I understand it and I would have no ill will towards him for that at all. Callum Wilson is a similar situation for Newcastle. Atletico Madrid have come in and Newcastle have rejected both the Atletico offer and the Bayern Munich offer initially but you do expect that there'll be more firmer offers coming back and I feel very similar about Callum Wilson like what a player he's been for Newcastle 46 goals in 100 
102 games and a lot of those games have been substitute appearances like he's been outrageously prolific for us but he is injury prone he is getting on and we need to be thinking of the long term like we can't afford to have a player who's out injured so regularly especially when Isak also has the odd knock throughout a season we can't have two players who play up front both having you know injury issues so regularly and, and we've ended up with bloody Anthony Gordon as a striker at times this season which as class as he is it's just it's not right it's not fair on him Callum Wilson is one of the most underrated footballers ever in the Premier League and it's because of who he's played for Bournemouth and Newcastle they don't get the attention that a lot of clubs do Callum Wilson's instincts as a striker are some of the best I've seen his finishing is outrageously good even for a smaller striker his heading is unbelievable he is deadly I rate him up there with Andy Cole and legendary strikers like that at the Premier League in terms of ability yes he's been injured yes he didn't have the career of an Andy Cole he didn't go to a Man United where all of those chances were created for him but the point I'm saying is everything I've seen from him says if he'd have been in a situation like that he would have destroyed it but injuries and opportunities meant that it didn't quite happen for him the way it could have done if he goes to Atletico they're getting a fucking great striker the problem is just the injuries but in a less intense league in terms of the pace of football in Spain and less physicality I think that would be a great move for him and potentially if we can get the fee for him it could be the right time to sell because another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As good as he is, spending half the season waiting for him to regain fitness, it's just not sustainable for us now when we're trying to kick on. So both of these transfers, I understand. What I wouldn't understand is letting go of Joe Linton. Joe Linton apparently is at a bit of a standstill with his contract right now, and he's just been injured, so the rumour is he's, oh, he's played his last game for Newcastle because by the summer, I think he'll have a year left on his deal, and that's madness for us. When Newcastle are at our best is when Joe Linton is on that pitch being the warrior that he is disrupting everything that the opposition does and when he gets that ball driving forward and causing chaos kind of like Darwin Nunes does for Liverpool up front but he does it in the midfield he's an absolute warrior and as much as he can be inconsistent and sometimes with the ball at his feet it, it doesn't happen for him to let a player like him go would be insane for me because when he's at his best we are at our best and he is a massive player for us and there's no one like him you can't go out there and, and do a like for like 
right replacement. Yes, there's other big, strong players, but he's so dynamic. You can't just go and find another guy like Joe Linton. And I like his mentality as well. He's a fighter. And that, when the going gets tough, and I remember that Liverpool game recently where he's covered in mud and he's given everything he can. He was giving us a chance in that game to, to nick something. When he got injured before the Man City game, I knew we were losing. Even as good as we played at times in that game, he is a difference maker. So to let him go, I, I'd be gutted at that. And it would really make me question the direction of what's happening here because Eddie Howe's style is combative and there is no one better at that than Joe Linton so what you do is you put technical guys around him and keep the ball a bit better than what we have been doing but unfortunately those players have been injured or suspended from the gambling you know what I mean so as worrying as that is there is some good news see Miggy Almiron may be getting sold to a Saudi Arabian club <sighs> I've dreamt of this day <sighs> You know, they say dreams do come true, and sometimes you think maybe, maybe they do. Miggy Almiron has put me through more stress and anxiety than COVID. It's been bad, you know? There's, there's times where he gets the ball and you think, wow, what a player. Is there? I'm lying. Occasionally, it comes off for him, right? He's an absolute crazy man who just runs with his head down, and sometimes a ball will drop to him and he'll just hit it without thinking, and it'll go into the back of the net. He's the modern-day Papi Sissi. And the guy works so hard for the team. He really tries. But technically, he's absolute dog shit. I mean, the guy is offside so often, it's just like he's got no brain between his ears. He really is like a, like a, a dog. He's so cute. He's so happy to see you. He's just glad to be there. The energy is infectious. But he's not like one of those dogs where you see them do all them tricks at Crofts, where they're coordinated and they know exactly what they're doing. No, no, no. He's like one that shits in the kitchen when you're just about to make something to eat. And yet you forgive him because he is cute and he's likable. But that forgiveness wears thin after about four years, doesn't it? When they're still shitting in the kitchen. And right now, I'm just delighted that a new owner has come to take him away. Thank you. And it is one of three or four Saudi Arabian clubs, I think one called Al-Shabaab, um, who are looking into it. And I know that there's always controversy whenever Newcastle want to sell to a Saudi Arabian club. Funny old thing, it's fine when everyone else gets to fucking flog their dead wood to them. We've only sold one in, in St. Maximin, who I'd much rather have than Almiron, ironically. But if we can get 20, 30 million for Almiron, that would be a dream bit of business, that. And hopefully... If we do, and we do sell, you know, a couple of these players, as I've said, I wouldn't want it to be Trippy, I wouldn't want it to be Joe Linton, but if we do have to do that to in order to keep Isak and Gamoris, it would make sense because you don't want to let your absolute best players go who are the long-term future of Newcastle. Those are the ones you keep at all costs and build a team around them and hopefully reinvest into players of that level like your Sven Botmans because last summer it didn't go great Lewis Hall it doesn't look like they're convinced of Tonali banned for the entire season God knows how good he is he looked good but who knows Bonds injured the entire time so okay whatever no offence to the lad but who you know another one that we just can't say was a great signing can because he's been injured the whole time and Livramento who was absolutely class so that's a, a one out of four ratio that's not gonna be good enough moving forward so it's on Eddie Howe and more importantly Dan Ashworth to make sure that they get this right this time because as we're finding out unfortunately the Premier League is set up so that we cannot just go and do what City and Chelsea have done or what Man United have done even though Man United have spent it badly they've spent as much as they wanted pretty much so this is a very worrying time and it's so critical that Newcastle get this right if we are going to keep building up we do not want to end up like a Chelsea who spent a fuckload of money and really don't look that much better off for it let me know how you think this all pans out in the comments below I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are about the transition Newcastle are in don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to the kickoff we really appreciate all of you lot supporting us and we're on audio platforms thanks for watching and i'll see you on the next one